Do you believe in Jesus Christ, the Son, our Lord, who was born of the Virgin Mary, suffered death, was buried, rose again from the dead, and is seated at the right hand of the Father? I do, and I bet all of you do too, because that's, that's why you're here. It's such a, a simple thing to say today. I do. Do you believe? I do. Or even simpler, two words in English, one word in Latin, credo. Credo. I believe uh, literally in the Latin, two words, cor, dare, cor, do, put them together, you get credo. I, I believe, but literally I give my heart something so simple to say today, and we'll, we'll get a chance to do that all together in just a few moments, to hear the, the truths of our faith, most especially on this day. Think about how astounding this is. We are here this morning because we are all willing to say, I do, I give my heart to the incredible story that God became man, became incarnate, became one of us. But then that we killed him, that he suffered death on the cross, which we celebrated just three days hence, rose again from the dead and is now seated at the right hand of God the Father forever in heaven. That is astounding. That is big. That is the biggest, most incredible story that has ever been told. And because of that story, we here at St. Patrick Catholic Church, at churches all around the world to this day, we are able to join together with incredible news that the Lord is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. That is big, big news. Big enough news to gather a billion people as Catholics, billions of people as Christians throughout the world. Big, big news. And yet, on this day, in our second reading, St. Paul, who knew the big news of the resurrection more than anyone, he literally got knocked to the ground by the risen Lord who revealed himself. Today, in his first letter to the Corinthians, St. Paul, rather than focusing so much on the big story, rather draws our attention to something incredibly small. He says, brothers and sisters, do you not know that a little yeast leavens all the dough? What could be smaller than a little yeast? It's, it's microscopic. And yet this yeast we know for those who bake bread, it's alive. Yeast is a living organism. It, it grows and leavens all the dough. It is so small. Paul uses this example today of drawing our attention to the small to remind us that this big story, the message of Jesus risen from the dead, 
does not immediately strike all the world with all of its billions of people all at once in some big, incredible, overpowering way. Certainly Jesus could have done that if he wanted to, to make the message of his resurrection immediately available to everyone, overpowering the whole world. Jesus could have done something very, very big like that. Instead, he chooses to have the message of Easter, the message of the resurrection, start as something very, very small. An empty tomb. Some women that go early in the morning on that first day of the week and the the tomb is empty. Jesus isn't even there. It's, It's an empty tomb that poses the question. First, what? Where have they taken the Lord? We don't know where they've put him. The resurrection begins small with a a question. We don't know. Where where have they put him? Where, Where have they taken him? But then that small question meets the faith of the early church. Jesus himself appears. First, we see, sure, Peter and John, they run and they see the empty tomb. They question. But then, as the day goes on, Jesus makes himself known. Not in the the loud, ostentatious way that he will at his second coming, such that everyone must bow down and acknowledge him, but rather small. First to Mary Magdalene, then to Peter, then to all the disciples. And it grows, and it grows, and it grows, just the way a little yeast can leaven all the dough. It starts small, and it has grown to encompass the entire world with the message of Jesus risen from the dead. Now, I know that I like the big things. I like the the incredible joy of the liturgies of Easter, last night to proclaim the praises of this fire that dispels the darkness, to sing praise to God, to sing once again the Alleluia. It is glorious in this new light of Easter. It's big. It's really, really big. And I love it because I love to feel the power of God in the bigness of our life with Jesus. But you know, most of the time, our life in the risen Lord is not so big. It's not at every moment of the Christian life living in the the present light of Easter. Those days are, are beautiful, and probably all of you are here today because you can recall some moment in which Jesus overpowered you with his life. He proposed to you, as he proposed to the apostles, the questions Do I want to follow this Jesus? Can I truly give my heart to this message? And you at some point can probably point back to that moment. Maybe it's a gradual growing. Maybe it's a big moment all at once where you said, I know this is true. I believe Jesus is risen from the dead. The early apostles saw Jesus. They report on this day, we have seen the Lord. There is probably some moment in your life which you can think of right now, maybe it's so powerful that you can say, I know I have seen the Lord. I remember the day when it first happened. Those are 
incredible moments. We cherish them. We store them up in our hearts. We celebrate them, especially today. But might I suggest that even more important is what St. Paul offers to us today. Something small. The example of a little yeast that can have this big effect as it grows. Most of our life is not spent with the incredible joy of Easter. Most of our life, we have to live the truth of Easter in small ways. A little gift of care for a friend who's in need. A cup of water, Jesus says, given to someone who's thirsty. A little care for that poor person that always stands on the corner and says, need help. Anything helps. God bless you. And maybe one day you just, you give that person a little bit. Maybe you go to the, the need of a, a friend who is suffering and you're just there. Maybe it's a, a phone call to someone who's in need, a, a little gift to someone who's feeling down. Maybe it's the little decision to say, hey, let's, let's say a prayer before we eat. Maybe it's the little decision that you made today that is simply, you know, we haven't been to church in a while. What? It's Easter. You know what? Hey, what? Why don't we go to church today? Maybe this is the first time you've been in the, the church in a, a couple years because of COVID. Maybe, maybe for whatever reason, today is the first day that you're back in church in a long time. It seems like something so little. But yeah, let, it's Easter. Let's go to church today. That is not little. It looks little, but that is the kind of thing that changes the world. All around the world to this day, Christians are saying, you know, I haven't been to church in a while. It, it would be good to go back. And maybe you don't even know why you thought that. And yet here you are. Add to that Christians who have been preparing all of Lent for this day, who were here last night. I see some of you who were up until midnight celebrating the night of Easter and you're back today. That's not small. It looks small, but that's something that can be big. We join all the Christians throughout the world, our Protestant brothers and sisters, everyone who has been baptized into Jesus. As we gather today, each one of us is just one person. And our presence here is maybe just seemingly insignificant. I'm just gonna, just gonna sit in back and just kind of blend in. I'm not, I'm not gonna sing the songs. I'm just, I'll just go, I'll just be there. That looks small, but it's big. All of you who are here today are like those individual grains, the individual yeast that gets in. And it does something because it's alive, that yeast. You're alive. All of you who have been baptized have been baptized into this great mystery that we celebrate of Jesus' death and rising from the dead to be seated at the right hand of the Father. You're alive in that message. Jesus lives and so we live. So on this Easter Sunday, it's big. It's really big. And so everyone joins in that. But let's not forget the small the biggest thing that might happen today might be that you go out from this church and you decide, you know what, I'm going to do something different. Maybe your plan is to, I'm going to come on Easter and then I don't do that stuff. Maybe just one heart changes the morning and says, you know what, I, 
I really, I feel better. I, I feel a bit of the, the, the resurrection. Maybe this really is true. And maybe my life should be different. If you go out here from today and do one thing different because you say, I believe that Jesus is risen from the dead, you do one small thing different. Do you not know, brothers and sisters, that a little yeast leavens all the dough? It seems so small. So on this Easter Sunday, I encourage you, do something small. Be a little yeast. Just one thing that you will do concretely as a result of this day. Do something small today, brothers and sisters. And if all of us, little yeast that we are, go out and do something small today, I can tell you that will be very big. <laughs>